Hello and welcome to Biblical Moments. This is Evangelist Frank King. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, today we live in such a judgmental society. And doing his public ministry, Jesus had something to say about that subject. So in this episode, that's what I want to talk about. I will be teaching from Matthew chapter 7, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me as I teach on the problem with judging others. I believe all of us have been judgmental toward another person at one time or another. I guess it's just human nature. We see a certain behavior pattern over time and we draw certain conclusions about the person. Actually, oftentimes, our judgments of others are not even based on any observations. They may be based upon the way we were brought up or our racial views or our social status relative to that of others, etc. In these instances, we just write people off sight unseen. It's human nature for us to try and read people and that has its proper place. We don't want to turn that ability off, but we need to know how to use it responsibly. And I'm sure that some people have a more serious problem in this area than others do. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1, Jesus says, Judge not that ye be not judged. So one of the problems with judging others is that judgment results in judgment. And I believe that judging others results in judgment coming back to us from two sources. One source is from God. The other source is from other people. By that I mean that if you live a life of being critical of others, people will in turn be critical of you. And also God will not be gracious to you in the area of judgment. But even though what I just said is true, Jesus is not all against judging others as some people believe based on what he says in verse 1. I know people are quick to say that the Bible says, Judge not that you be not judged, as if that is to shut others down. But consider this. In John chapter 7 and verse 24, Jesus also says, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. You see, one purpose of the Bible is to help us form opinions and make decisions about things or our dealings with other people. 
For instance, the Bible gives us some guidance on what to look for in a mate for marriage or dating. That requires us to make some judgments about people, but our assessments should not be based upon outward appearance or personal preferences. If we do, according to this verse, that will invite judgment upon ourselves. But Jesus says we should judge righteous judgment. In verse 2, Jesus expands on what he said in verse 1. He says, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. So when we go around judging others, we had better make sure that not only can we dish it out, but also we can take it. See, if we don't judge, Jesus says we won't be judged. If we are harsh in our judgment of others, people and God will be that way toward us. Yes, the way we treat others can impact the way God deals with us. For instance, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. In other words, if you are merciful toward others, you will obtain mercy. In another place, Jesus says, If we don't forgive others of their sins against us, God will not forgive us of our sins against him. Bottom line, with what measure you meet, even in the area of judgment, it shall be measured to you again. Another problem with judging others is that we tend to see the faults of others while not being able to see our own. Jesus says in verse 3, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Now, we know what a beam is. It is a long and big piece of lumber or metal used to support a heavy load, such as to hold up a roof or a building. By contrast, a moat is a small piece of wood like a piece of pine straw. The point that Jesus is making is that sometimes when we judge others, the lens through which we are looking can be distorted, making it hard to see things as they really are. I remember the time I came to realize that I needed to wear glasses for distance. I was out of town taking a class at a university, and I kept raising my hand, asking the instructor to focus the projector because what I was reading was blurred. I raised my hand with the same complaint several times. So the instructor asked the other attendees, and they all agreed that the text on the screen was fine. And I'm thinking, I know what I'm seeing is right and everybody else in here is dead wrong. But when I got back in town, 
Eventually, I came to realize that I needed glasses. So there was nothing wrong with what I was looking at on the screen in the class, but the problem was with my eyesight. And I just wonder how many times is it that we see a fault in others only because of our distorted view. So here is the follow-on question. If we can see only the faults of others and not our own, how can we properly help someone else? That's what Jesus is saying in the next verse, verse 4. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Wow. This is so amazing about us. How perfectly we can see what's wrong with everybody else while not even considering what's wrong with ourselves. Now, I believe we have all misjudged someone at one time or another. But if that's your character, if you are the person who can see everybody else's moat-sized faults, but you never consider your beam-sized issues, Jesus has a word for you. It is hypocrite. That's the word he uses in the next verse, Verse 5. Now, early in this sermon, I made reference to John chapter 7 and verse 24, where Jesus says, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. There is a proper place for making judgments with regard to our dealings with others, but Jesus said this must be done based on righteous judgments. And I submit that I don't believe that this is humanly possible for us. I believe the only way that we can possibly make righteous judgments is by way of the word of God and by being led by the Holy Spirit. If we use ourselves as the standard for forming opinions and making assessments about others, it's going to be flawed. Why? Because even though we are born again, we are still human and the human perspective is flawed. When the sons of Jesse came before Samuel the prophet, so God could choose himself a king for Israel, God reminded Samuel of a vital point. He said to Samuel, in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So we can only look at the things we can see on the outside. But many times when we do that, we are trying to figure out who people are on the inside. And sometimes there is no relationship between the two. The outward appearance can be very deceiving. If you're looking for a husband or a wife, you don't make your selection purely on outward appearance. I know we place a high value on appearance these days, but looks aren't everything. Someone who looks beautiful on the outside 
can be the direct opposite on the inside. Their inequalities can be so bad that the person's outward beauty does not even matter anymore. The bottom line is it's never okay for us to judge people for the sake of judging them. God does not want us to go around with a critical spirit to everyone we meet. He wants us to make wise decisions about our life. And sometimes our decision making requires us to make an assessment of others because they have bearing on those decisions that affect our life. And we have the word of God and the Holy Spirit to guide us in those decisions. The guiding rule is to judge not so that you won't be judged. But when judgment is necessary, know that the same kind of judgment you give out will be the kind of judgment that will come back to you again. Sad but true, we live in a world where people are so quick to harshly judge one another. But my friend, as the people of God, we do well to heed the words of our Lord in this regard. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today. I hope that you were blessed during our time together as we talked about the problem with judging others. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.